The coronavirus threat is changing many of our cherished routines and get-togethers. This year, that includes the Jewish holiday of Passover, which begins Wednesday evening this week and ends the evening of April 16th. WBEZ's Monica Eng reports on some creative ways people are making adjustments and finding new connections with their traditions. Dan Liebenson of Hyde Park knew Passover would be really different and really important this year. So he made a plan with the family that usually comes over for Passover Seder dinners. We have been both in quarantine for over two weeks, and then we became a unit of 10. So we're able to basically be together with the family that we're generally together with. Liebenson hosts the Judaism Unbound podcast. And he knows not everyone can make a joint quarantine plan with their favorite Passover partners. So he created an online site to help others prepare for and connect on this holiday at a time of severe limits. It's called Jewish Live, where he's been talking to artists and thinkers about things like how this year's digital Seder dinners might play out. Nobody really knows. I I think the idea is that you're going to basically be there with your nuclear family and maybe there'll be a few laptops set up on the dining room table where whoever would have otherwise been at your house is going to be there on their computer. To find out more, Liebenson talked to Rabbi Denise Handlarski of SecularSynagogue.com. That, that was kind of what I was going to ask you, whether there are things that can happen in a digital Seder that can't or are unlikely to happen in a physical Seder. Yeah, I mean, one thing that's kind of fun is getting to see people's homes. (laughs) And I know that sounds like a straight thing, but actually, if you're talking across cultures and across the world, um, that can actually be pretty neat. But he's also live-streamed lessons with a baker on how to make your own fresh, soft matzah at home if you can't get to the store. Or four cups of flour, you can see there. And we're using um, a King Arthur organic white whole wheat flour. But what Liebenson really wants to do is help people make meaningful connections this year at the Passover table. And with the rich story behind the holiday, he says those connections should not be hard to make. There are so many elements that really resonate with the time that we're living in, right? The idea that there's a plague and that people are at home hoping that the plague will pass over their house. I mean, in most Passovers, it's just a story. It's like a story that's probably not even true. And we try to say, well, what does it really mean that we have this story of a plague and people frightened of the angel of death? But now it's really happening. So thinking that people should be able to have that kind of conversation at the Seder table and maybe make it the most meaningful Passover they've ever had because for the first time in their life, it's actually directly relevant to our lives. Rabbi Rachel Weiss leads the Jewish Reconstructionist Congregation in North Suburban Evanston. And she's also been hosting online sessions on preparing for the holiday. Her theme this year is Dayenu, or It's Enough. So she doesn't want people to feel bad if they can't pull off that big dinner this year. If what you can handle is lighting the candles, blessing a cup of wine, and eating a piece of matzah, Dayenu, it is enough. She also sees the deep connections between the Passover story and today's crisis. And she knows it could really bum some people out. Next year or, you know, or 10 years from now, we will look back and say, oh, remember that Passover where we all were sheltering in place and this was happening and it feels like a plague. 
And maybe we'll look at that, but it doesn't mean that we also get to ignore this moment with all of the ways that we're feeling. So she wants to help people work through the issue this year of... How we prepare for something that is so laden for us with tradition, with memory, with people, with food, with innovations, with gathering. Weiss notes that this is also a time for looking outward. I want to name the incredible privilege for those of us that are healthy and those of us that are able to shelter in place and don't have to go outside and interact with people who are sick for our jobs and for our livelihood, and that there is real fear of that plague. And most of us are going to be sitting around Seder tables, sheltering in place to protect ourselves from something while not actually being sick ourselves. And so part of this is about protection and saying, all right, I'm doing this so that this will continue. Still, she says she gets it, that some people are just not going to feel the freedom part of the holiday. Some people are going to feel like... This Passover is really hard. I am not finding the joy and the liberation and the sweetness. I'm noting the moment, and when I can go outside again, I will celebrate the spring. Rabbi Weiss ended a recent online Passover planning session with a poem by Alicia Joe Rabbins. It's essentially a plea to Jewish ancestors for help in getting through these tough times. So hear me, ancestors who lived through danger times. I'm ready for you now. All these years, I've carried your worries in my bones. Now I need your love, your thousand-year view. Tell me it's going to be okay. Remind me that you made it through, and we will too. Teach me to breathe. Monica Eng, WBEZ News.